Don't tell oh. your parents. Go get a cantaloupe. No, Ooh, don't do that. No, don't no, use, no, don't, don't, don't do use that. the cantaloupe. Don't no. use the cantaloupe. Well, that would be ca- well, no, it'd be messy. No. <laughs> yeah, don't use the cantaloupe. Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Our kids are worthy. They are strong. They are confident. Whoa, that skirted me. Oh, God. All around, we're always in this together. You just can't let stuff get to you. You you have to keep yourself positive. To know that there's an outlet for them to be able to participate and feel confident and feel strong. Greatness comes from failure. Greatness doesn't come from repeated just success. But with the support that we get from the community and the torch runners, it really comes from their hearts that makes it real rewarding for us. Let's all stay interactive and let's stay so connected. That's right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching this podcast. I'm Chris Darnell. And I'm Everett King. And this is episode 68 of Welcome to the Revolution. And if you've been paying attention to uh, news about Special Olympics this week, you know that uh, earlier this week it was uh, released and discussed that uh, Special Olympics will continue um, their pause on all activities for another two weeks. Um, And then the bummer news is that uh, all state games for the remainder of 2021 um, have been canceled. Um, So some big news to kind of talk about today. Um, And, you know, I'm going to get into Tim Martin's statement because he made a statement and we posted it out. So I'm going to get to the statement and then uh, Everett and I will come back and kind of discuss what we're going to do going forward. But uh, we're going to play Tim's statement here real quick. Athletes, parents, volunteers, Um, As we move forward through these uncharted waters, we want to make sure that we put on the best competitions, impact the most of our athletes, but most importantly, do that safely. Um, Today, our return to play slash mitigation committee met. Um, They made the determination based on the numbers in Texas. We expected a plateau to start happening here, but unfortunately, that is not happening. We continue to go up in our COVID infection rate within the state of Texas. So we've made the decisions to move forward. Um, Make no mistakes, we will be doing competition as soon as those numbers start to decline. Um, We're waiting for that plateau and for the decline to happen at a safe level. And then we can return to play. As of right now, we are on a hold again for two more weeks um, until our next mitigation committee. We're hoping that after the Labor Day weekend that we will settle in and we can start to get back to practices. With that being said, we've also made the determination we're not willing to invest um, the resources that are given to our athletes for state level competitions at this time. Those numbers are just too small. We have 500 or less athletes registered for summer games. Fall games are just as impacted because so many schools, organizations, um, and communities are not able to travel at this time safely and cannot access the resources to do that. So. When we go forward, what we are going to do when we return to play is put a major focus on local and regional events. And we're going to do those in bunches and give our athletes as many as possible opportunities um, throughout their communities where we're not risking travel in confined vehicles with large numbers of individuals. We're not mixing communities in our hotels that come from all around the state. We're not mixing 
germs in those hotel rooms where we have individuals um, staying for individuals to a hotel room those type of situations do not help us with the covid situation currently so we will be putting our focus on local and regional events that being said the regional events as was implemented prior to covid setting in will qualify your, you as an athlete for um, national and world level play that's been the case in texas for the last three years because those changes um, will not impact any opportunities moving forward outside the state of Texas. But the competitions will be far better, we'll have far better numbers if we do our comp um, competitions at the local and regional levels. So as we move forward, we strongly encourage you to stay in shape, work with your coaches, get workout and skill development plans in place, because as soon as we get the go-ahead, we are going to move forward with competitions and lots of competitions, ones that impact our athletes in such a positive way and allow you to display your greatness, but also where we do it safely and we're being responsible within our communities. So that being said, um, keep working. We are going to make sure we give you your chance to display your greatness, and we are gonna make sure that we contribute in a safe way to our community's health as well. So thank you, everybody. Um, we're sorry for the extended delay, but we also want to make sure you know we are ready to run as soon as those numbers start to come down. We'll talk to you soon. We love you, athletes at Special Olympics Texas. So uh, that was our CEO and president, Tim Martin, in his statement uh, regarding the two-week pause and uh, the cancellation of the 2021 um, state games. So that includes, like he said, summer games, um, fall classic, and then our flag football competition that we had all scheduled. Um, those state competitions are, are not going to happen in 2021 with a combination of the numbers uh, for COVID going up uh, and then just the number of attendees and registrants um, going down. Like he said, every, you know, for summer games, we had maybe less than 500. So if we're, if we're listening to our community out there, they're kind of saying that they're not ready to go to events uh, that, that size. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They, um, you know, it's real, you know, uh, we yeah. thought that we thought that uh, last year was all over. Uh, but, you know, we're having the uh, the side effects and um, this Delta strain is not not uh, something to uh, to play around with. And, and a lot of our athletes and family members and, and community partners realize that. So um, this is just something that as a coach you know matter of fact i can just speak for my delegation they were just they were blowing me up non-stop yeah. coach what do you think we should do should we go you know how do you feel about this um what about this you know we have xyz and you know a lot of our athletes um we were only taking a quarter of our athletes because a lot of them were staying home because they just didn't feel comfortable yeah. Um, and, you know, the more the numbers got up, the more, you know, some of the family members, you know, just got concerned. Yeah, exactly. And, that, you know, that's our biggest concern, too, is the health of our athletes and our volunteers and our families. And, you know, us as an organization are never going to put uh, our community in harm's way that way. So, yeah. you know, it's, a, it's the smartest move to make. And we're glad that our mitigation committee um, is here and everybody who's on it because that, you know, not a lot of people know 
you know, who's on that mitigation committee, but, you know, it's doctors, it's professors, it's coaches, it's volunteers, it's LATR members, it's staff members, it's everybody that's has a huge part in our organization is sitting on this committee and making these decisions and, and looking at every different possible. So this was the best way forward for us um, to pause again for the next two weeks. That's September 13th. They'll reassess on September 13th. Um, and then hopefully we see that plateau. And then like uh, Tim said, you know, open up to those regional and area games um, where more of our athletes can get involved and start competing and going out and doing things at their local area, which is, um, you know, a lot safer, like you were saying, than traveling to a state competition. Definitely. Definitely. So. You know, I've, I had a lot of questions. I had a bunch of UCS folks, you know, asking me, Hey, our school has this planned. Uh, and you know, can we do this? Can we do that? And I, you know, my first question is, is this a special Olympic event, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, no, this is something that my district or my school is wanting to do. And I tell them, as long as it's not a special Olympic event, I can't tell you yay or nay. Yeah. If this is something that your school district is wanting to do, or if your school is wanting to do this, you know, that is on you all. This is something that, you know, maybe you all know a little bit more about your environment where you're able to, you know, keep individuals safe. So I can't say, no, you can't yeah. do that. So if people just, you know, understood that and, and if you were thinking, Hey, this is what I want to do. You know, we've, you know, my, my principal or my superintendent, they ran these numbers and this is what, you know, they say we can do as long as you're safe and doing that. And as long as it's your school or once again, your district thing, and it's not a special Olympic function, you know, we can't, I can't say, Hey, you can't do that you know yeah exactly like you were doing you got you can give them the guidelines that we're following but you know your school and your isd and your principal and everything involved if you're ace if you know if you're a school or ucs program you know it's ultimately up to your campus if you can do it or not um you know we're just we're just pausing all of our community events right now um and you know by definition for special olympics you know ucs campuses are not a community event that's a campus event so um, whatever your guidelines are you know just follow those and make the best decision for your athletes and your staff um in your school and in that sense you know definitely and you know with this pause you know one of the things that he said in there and you know of course you know i i honed in (laughs) to that is stay active you know Uh, keep, if you got to practice in your backyard, in your living room, in your bedroom, you know, whatever your sport is, Hey, you can find creative ways to practice some of the things you say, Hey, no, my favorite sport is bowling. How can I practice that? Well, get you a couple of, uh, cans, you know, if you drink sodas, which I'm not saying drink sodas, but <laughs> let's do this. If you got some water bottles, there, there you go. We go. There you got you is, some yeah. empty water bottles, you know, get you a roll up some socks, you know, yeah. and, and, and bow that way practice with, you know, your form and your wrist and things yeah. of that nature. Don't tell um, your parents, go get a cantaloupe. No, Ooh, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. No, no, don't no, use, don't, don't do that. use the cantaloupe. Don't use no. the cantaloupe. Well, that would be ca- well, no, it'd be messy. No, yeah, don't <laughs> use the cantaloupe. <laughs> but you know, you know, there's there's all kinds of fun ways. Matter of fact, uh, I remember when we were doing our virtual aquatics, uh, we had folks uh, doing stuff in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I mean, there are a lot of things that we can do to keep ourselves active and keep ourselves acclimated to our sports. Um, that 
are fun, fun little things uh, that you yeah. can try to do. Yeah, no, I think you nailed it when you said, you know, get creative with it. If anything comes out of these pauses or anything came out of, you know, 2020, it was that, you know, our athletes are creative when they come to figuring out how to fix a problem, how to attack, um, you know, a virtual game and stuff like that. Get creative. We've always seen it um, from our athletes, how they get creative and, you know, still being active and, you know, training for their competition or their event, even though maybe they don't have all the equipment for it. So bring out your creative side. If there's a silver lining, get creative with it, you know? Um, But, you know, going, you know, going forward and talking about, you know, area and regional games, um, you know, if you were part of the bowling that happened in 2019, that was a regional event. And I think that went off with a bang the way that Tim was talking about it. We're going to see, 10 times more of events like bowling state bowling happen when it's in your regions at different areas. And we can get, you know, sometimes 10 times the amount of athletes we normally would at these state competitions. So I'm really excited to see what we do with our regional competitions. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was, it was a blast um, being able to compete with other folks uh, that weren't at the same facility that you were in and, you know, just, some people going to different facilities that they never would have been at before. So, you know, yeah. that was, that was pretty cool. I had a blast. So. Oh yeah. It was, it was so much fun to do that. We're going to see that type of competition um, emerge again here in 2021. Um, you know, just keep in mind that, you know, when we do come back, it's going to be outdoor sports. We haven't been cleared for indoor sports. Um, so um, look for, you know, flag football, track and field, stuff like that. Anything that's happening outside, look for that when we come back for regional sports. I mean, it's, it's getting into golf season when we normally have golf season. So look for that when we finally get the okay to get out of this pause and start getting back out there in our community again. Look for, look for competitions like that that we normally have in the fall. Bocce coming up, you know, everybody knows my favorite sport is bocce and, you know, going to be able to see those regional and area competitions take off again. So there's going to be a lot of cool things happening once we're past this pause and we get back to full action coming up yeah. here pretty soon. I was wondering if you were going to mention bocce because that's like (laughs) one of the biggest things that people, you know, love to do out here. So, yeah, one of our biggest sports, uh, I would agree uh, with uh, a lot of a lot of athletes coming out to that. I mean, if you've been to the Dallas and the Fort Worth competitions, those things are huge and those are just area competitions. Definitely. So, you know, and then we're going to also, you know, as you said, the local, you know. Some of these local events are going to be pretty cool. But my my thing, and, and Chris and I have both spoke about this a lot, is the, the regional platform because, you know, that can go on anywhere in your region. Um, it doesn't have to be if you live in a big metroplex. You know, it doesn't always have to be there. You know, we're going to give some of the little counties some love where we're going out there and doing things in their areas. And, you know, I bet you a bunch of you listeners ears just perked up about that because (laughs) that's, that's what I've been hearing, you know, since I've, you know, been a part of special Olympics is, you know, what about us small towns? Let's give us some loves. Well, we're trying to, um, but you know, one thing that you all really need to know is, you know, it may not look, like the things that are going on and, and I use my region, the, the North region, uh, like Fort Worth or Dallas, but that's because you all in, in the rural areas, in the smaller counties and cities, you all have different types of, um, it's the word I'm looking for venues, different, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I don't want to say mom and pop shops, but a lot of them are. And, 
a lot of those mom and pop restaurants, boy, I done put on some weight because I've been going to those. But, you know, it's just so much that you all can do. Like, you know, we're doing something here in Wise County uh, in two months and it's going to be at their fairgrounds, you know. Wow. Can I go to Fort Worth Fairground and do something out there? Probably, maybe, yeah. but it's it's not likely. Yeah. Um, and and the way that the community is just backing up and backing us up and doing so much, there's just so much that we can do. And and like like I said earlier, just give all the cities and counties some love here in Texas. Yeah, and those who live in Fort Worth and those who are in Tarrant County, you know, Wise County is just your neighbor, so just moseying on over to Wise County. Just move <laughs> <me> on over. <laughs> That's right. Just go on over to that event, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, today is not going to be that long of an episode. Um, we're kind of actually drawing to an end right now. So, um, you know, we wanted to jump on, make sure that everybody knew kind of where it was with you know the statement from Special Olympics Texas. Maybe you haven't found out. Maybe you're not in Texas, and so you don't know where we are as a state. And you're listening, um, and you know you're figuring out this news now and. Um, seeing where we're going to head from here, but you know, Hey, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to reach it. We're going to pause. We're going to reassess on the 13th and hopefully we can move forward from there. And like Tim said, we are working hard in the background, making sure that these regional and area events are going to kick off almost immediately once the pause is taken off and we're reinstated for, uh, outdoor activity and our community activities that we're going to have going forward. You know, I know that, uh, everybody, in the north region, every region around the state, south, west, east, north, they are working hard to make sure that once we get the okay, that everything is going to kick off almost immediately. Um, so it's coming. You know, like I said, the light's there at the end of the tunnel. It's coming, and we're going to head there, and we're going to be bigger and better and stronger once we come out of this. And, uh, you know, we know it's a bummer that state games are not going to happen this year, um, but to replace those are going to be those regional and area competitions and events that are going to be bigger and better than they have been. So. A lot of it, a lot of exciting things coming from this. Most deaf, most deaf. So y'all just stay tuned. Remember, you know, if you have any types of ideas of things to keep yourself active, yep. share it with us. Hey, we still got our SO connected live events that are going on. Yes. Um, you know, there's things. It's a dance do. party this week, wasn't it? Dance. <laughs> dance, 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 revolution. dance, dance. Yeah. But <laughs> dancing <Yeah>. queen, <laughs> get them all out there. Most deaf. So yeah, we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have yeah. some fun. Uh, let's not be down. Let's just get ready to go out there and do what we need to do. Stay positive because it's gonna come to an end. We're almost there. We can see it. We can see it. All right. Well, thanks for jumping on and joining us for this episode. Of Welcome to Revolution. We hope to catch you for the next. Remember to stay so active and let's all stay so connected. See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution.